0: Barbecues are passion, and that's just what you'll get where the can burns is a barbecue. Where tales from the pits.
1: Howdy! Welcome to another episode of Tales from the Pits. This is Brian and Andrew, and this is the end, 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 end of the year, 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 year recap, cap, cap, cap.
0: 2019. Can't believe we're still doing this show.
1: <laughs> Neither can our <laughs> listeners. <laughs>
0: Now, this has been a really fun year and there's some things that as we were putting this episode together i was thinking about I'm like wow that happened that all happened this year like i can't believe all the cool stuff that we've had the opportunity to see and do and be a part of this insanely year, quick, it, this it, year it's been, insanely quick too this year's best insanely quick yeah it, it's been a lot of fun we've had a lot of barbecue a lot of great barbecue a a some not more. so great barbecue but when you eat as much as we do that's inevitable um, we'll get into a little bit of numbers here, just for fun, because we, we like keeping track of this stuff to see what... We, we don't need. like keeping track of this stuff. Well, we do whatever. and we don't. We don't like seeing how much we're spending, which um, we extrapolate. We started keeping track beginning of May um, of how much we were spending, and if and you... this is
1: only for the cost of the food. Right,
0: this doesn't count gas or airfare or anything else. This hotels. Is, hotels. Yes. Urban. Is, this is just the food. If you average out over 12 months, we spent over $7,000 on barbecue this year.
1: We should have told certain people to not listen to that section.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't have to worry about that. <laughs> My family doesn't listen. Um, but yes, we've had over 250 barbecue meals this year. How many? over 250 we're at 252 as we record this on december 7th that we're recording this so 252 meals at 112 different places Um, obviously some of those places multiple times Um, the most visited places and what we did is we 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 checked in as we went at these places on an app uh, so we can kind of track it so whether it was brian going by himself me going by myself or us going together we would log it um, yeah. and
1: we do not count festivals. Oh, yeah, correct. As this is not counting festivals. festivals. This is actual multiple restaurants for. we were going and buying and meals. And we do not count leftovers or or anything like that. No, no. This is we're not counting meals we even cooked ourselves. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, because uh, we do smoke some barbecue ourselves. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Our,
0: our most visited joints and I, and I will admit I'm probably the You're biggest the, you're the one for most of this. Yeah, right? yeah. Uh, th- we went to Ragels 30 times this year. Uh Fegis 17 times this year and Truth, Houston, 16 times this year. Those were our three most visited places. Uh, obviously we are Houston based as it is and I work really close to Ragels and Fijas so that is a, a good chunk of those visits were, were taken up by that. Uh, we ate barbecue in 10 different states this year between the two of us. Those Pretty much
1: sp- coast to coast, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. California, Nevada, Colorado, Oklahoma, Texas of course, Louisiana, Georgia, Tennessee, South Carolina, and Illinois. So we were. Uh, it's
1: like uh, Illinois came in kind of at the end there. Yeah, yeah. Illinois <laughs>
0: was uh, w- was a little. Uh, we well, did. Oh no, no you had uh, Chicago. You, that was Chicago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you had. You went there on a on a couple of work trips. Plus, uh, we went there on a on an event, which we'll talk about here in a moment as well. But just we've had a really fun year and gotten to do some really cool stuff. Um, just some of the events that we've gotten to attend. The the going chronologically, I guess. First, first big event we went to was Charleston Wine and Food.
1: Holy cow, that was amazing. I can't believe that was this year.
0: That's what I was thinking when I was going back through this and putting this together. I was like, holy crap, that felt like a long time ago. But yes, it was March of this year, and uh, it was just an amazing, amazing experience, Um, just barbecue and otherwise. We got to eat some incredible food from some really talented people. Obviously, we we were fortunate to be able to record some really great episodes from there. We interviewed uh, Rodney Scott, uh, John Lewis from there. Um, we actually we interviewed Fox Brothers from from that festival as well. So I mean, we, we got to do some really fun stuff at that that event. Just I mean, all the different individual excursions that they had going on.
1: Yeah, the fest, the, the the wine wine and wine and seafood mixer with Catalina. Kind of like like had, had had the, yeah, the
0: Catalina wine mixer type thing <laughs> yeah, that yeah. we got to do. The hipster <laughs> the cocktail hour one. where John Lewis was serving the CBD brisket. Yes, yes. Yeah, it, we, that's, we that's had. The, chive brisket dressing. That's right. Yeah. Um, we, we had so much fun in Charleston. I mean, it was the second time collectively that the two of us had been in Charleston, um, one being the year before. But this was a. Yeah, a that, that festival, I mean, it's
1: not for everybody, it's spread over multiple days. It, it is not a cheap festival for those that are looking for a $20 festival. Um, But the level of the quality of food, and and not just barbecue, the level of the quality of food, the level of the quality of the drinks,
0: I mean, it was it was incredible. Yeah, I mean, it was really incredible. Yeah, we we had the opportunity to meet Tuffy Stone for the first time at that event, and then got to talk with Tuffy for a few minutes, and uh, just what a great guy. And we just we had so much fun at that event. Just I mean, it was four days of nonstop the
1: prawns from Leanne and Allie. Yes.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we had some Texas representation there. I mean, it was just an incredible event. One of the one of the most fun food type things I've ever gotten to do. Um, and it, yeah, I I can't say enough about how how grateful we are to have been able to be a part of that. They, they launched their podcast studio this year. was the first year they did a podcast studio. And we had the honor of being the first podcaster to record out of that studio. And that was... I mean, that that's pretty damn cool. I don't care. <laughs> I, I was really, really tickled and thrilled with that. You were tickled? That's n- I, I did was. not do that. And and, <laughs> and then, as, as if attending that event wasn't enough, a couple of weeks after we got back, um, we, we threw something. A little uh, event our called, back out? Well probably a little thing called Sausage Wars
1: yeah so this was um, this was a hell of a lot more difficult to put together than we ever imagined Um, Our friend Nick Rama um, started to kick this idea around I've been wanting to do this I've really been wanting to showcase um, sausage and innovation in sausage and everything that's been going on Um, in Austin there's a great festival um, which is which is the Kings of Austin Sausage Festival and that was a lot of fun and so we, we wanted to do the same thing and uh, other than all of the complexities and trying to make sure we had the right health permits and the right insurance and again, I mean, when you try to put these things together for the public it's a, it's crazy uh, what's required and the cost of some of those things in the background uh, but uh, so much thanks to the brewery
0: Yeah. yes, absolutely, Th- big Spindletap. thanks to Tap Brewery for being the great host for the event and in the world ed- casing. Yeah, World Casing was a great sponsor. Uh, Texas Pickle Company was a sponsor. Uh, we tin had some, roof. Tin Roof. You know, with, you know, one of the great participants and sponsors of the event. And we had uh, some just great vendors that came there. Uh, Louis Miller Barbecue was one of the uh, out of town attendees. Um, Bucks Barbecue. I mean, I don't want to list them all because we'll, we'll number we'll one, we'll put go them over in time. the show notes probably. Yeah. Back right. Yes, yeah. Yeah. So, but yes, the uh, the winner of that event, to no one's surprise. Um, the judge's choice was the Tejas chocolate and barbecue chili rajinho sausage. And the uh, people's choice winner was the Not Yo Mama's Chorizo. Chorizo. Um, it was a breakfast sausage put together by the talented folks over at Smoke and Z's barbecue. Mallory and Zane. Yep, they put together just great sausage. And, and there were so many great ones at that event. Uh, Wayne Miller did the beef rib and gouda poblano sausage. I mean, it was so much good food there and it was just, it was it was great to, to get to be on that part of the event circuit. You know, so we've gone as attendees, we've gone as helpers of other joints at the event, but to, to help put one on was yeah, uh,
1: To know what goes on behind the scenes and, and all of the things that we needed, I mean, it was it was a tremendous amount of work, but absolutely from the bottom of our hearts, we want to thank everybody that came out and participated, um, and everybody that attended. came out that attended. I mean, yeah. it was it was a ton of fun at the end of the day. Um, again, just like when we cook barbecue, we have much respect for those that do it every day. Um, putting one of these on, we have much respect for those people that put these on. Um, just like Houston barbecue, just like Chase with Red Dirt. I yeah, mean, and just speaking like. Speaking of Red Dirt, that was our yeah, next. Yeah, that's event. the very next one.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, red, red Dirt. Um, we. This we, is your first Red Dirt. This is my it? first yeah. Red Dirt. Yeah. Sucker, loser, whatever we S- call yeah, it. Yeah, we we went to uh, went to Red Dirt this year. Um, just an amazing event, an amazing job by Chase Colston and his team that put this event on every year uh, between the barbecue lineup, which is second to none, and then the, the music lineup of Red Dirt and country music that's just stellar. And, and everyone that go, I mean, it's it sells out as fast as, or faster than any event in barbecue that I know of. I mean, it's it's pretty amazing what he's put together in Tyler, Texas. It's just, we had a lot of fun um, attending that event. Um, you know record some really fun episodes I really enjoyed our women in barbecue episode that we were able to record out there with uh, Aubrey hood uh, formerly of Evie Mays Mallory Robbins and uh, Misty Regels R- really fun to be able to get to, to showcase some of the women in barbecue that do an amazing job that may not get as much of the spotlight shown on them as some of the men in barbecue do so yeah, it was after just
1: a ton of fun ton of good food and and the the participants there you know always great feedback on on uh, how enjoyable the festival is and it's it's they split the festival into really two completely separate halves you can even buy tickets only to the music um and so it's it's that stellar of a lineup of music as well um just ton of fun and um always we try to get out there the, our calendar next year may change but yep. uh
0: we'll uh, we'll get to that here yeah. in a little bit um so we thought red dirt was a really big festival and then we went to windy city <laughs> <laughs>
1: And red dirt is it, massive. It is. Um, it is. Uh, but we, it is one day. Yes. And it is a long day. It's day into night. And that's again. That's one of the things we like about it. But uh, yeah, windy city. Yeah. And, and has about forty thousand attendees.
0: It was. It was amazing. Um. And first and foremost, huge thanks to Patrick and Aaron Fejes Barbecue. Um. They they asked us if we'd be uh, willing to come out and help help them cook and prep and serve at the at the festival, and we were more than happy to do that. we were honored to do that and it was it, it was so much fun it was a lot of work and you just again we as brian alluded to earlier every time we do anything like this and this is the largest scale of anything we've done from a cook prep serve standpoint we just have so much respect for the people that do this day in day out yeah, I've been i mean
1: planning to serve so many thousands of people and then cooking for so many thousands of people i mean we we absolutely appreciate the opportunity to help and are thankful for it but there's a lot of planning that goes in because you can't cook the same types of foods that you cook in a restaurant. I right, mean, you have to be able to 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 go with the flow and be able to do fairly quick cooks. Um,
0: right, and if you're not familiar with Windy City Smokeout, it is it kind of if you've been to Red Dirt, it's in a way it's similar to Red Dirt in that there's barbecue and there's music, although it's much more run like a concert amusement park than anything else. I mean, the food, you you pay for your ticket, the ticket gets you into the concert, but then your food you pay for separately. Um, well, I won't go into the minutia of that, but it, it is separate than that. It's not like Red Dirt, where one ticket can get you into both. Um, but we were we got to cook and hang out with some of the just stalwarts and people that we have so much respect for in the barbecue world. I mean, the lineup at this was incredible. Um, Sam Jones and, you know, and Michael Letchworth, Sam Jones Barbecue were there. Buxton Hall. Elliot Moss was there. The Fox brothers Fox were brothers. there. We got to be in a fun little sandwich, and we were the meat sandwich in between Leroy and Lewis and Truth, which that is, was a hoot. That them. was yeah. <laughs> we had a lot day. of fun with those guys. Um, just just a great time. We cooked and, a lot of corn. Shout out to our Elote boys. Um, we got to talk about the the massive amount of elote Elote boys for life that's right yeah that's right boys and and girls we got to throw aaron in there too um but yes the uh the the elote that we were serving and truth was serving as well was it's now become a legendary thing um everyone and their brother and every 20 something year old girl taking selfies with corn but yes our, our our elote boys and girls aaron patrick Jock Claren, Claren Fairland Barbecue that came and helped with the Fiji's team with us too. Um, Joey Victorian, John Brotherton, Leonard Battello, Joe Yim, um, Burt Bachman, Ben Sassani. Like it was, we had I a got lot to of jump
1: fun. Jump in when they when they brought the pitmasters up for uh, um, just kind of some presentation and showcase. Um, I got to jump over and help out the truth cl- truth guys with uh, doing the doing the elote too. So it was a lot of fun seeing. A little difference in how each each operation ran as well was, yeah uh, no, it's, but it's really cool I mean it serves so many people yeah no um,
0: it was it was a ton of fun we- so much
1: food there everything I mean the Wagyu Mafia was there um, all the way to you know whole hog sandwiches and everything in between
0: yeah I mean just what an experience and so again thank you to Fiji's barbecue for that opportunity
1: hey and you know one of the dishes that were cooked at Fiji's what's that
0: pork steak Core Pork Day, yeah. um, yes, and then from there we got to help another barbecue join out at another festival. Um, that was Smoke Dallas this year. Uh, we had the opportunity of helping out Zavala's and their crew serving at that festival, um, and that was that was a ton of fun. And we were we blowing going. We assembled a lot of tacos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We you know, chopped up a lot of carnitas, served a lot of tacos had a really good time, really fun event. Um, that was a ton of fun. Thank you to, to Zavala's. Yes, thank you. It was, it, it was another great learning experience for us and a, a wonderful opportunity that we, uh, we absolutely appreciate. And then to uh, continue our streak of being able to get behind the scenes a little bit, we uh, were fortunate to help out uh, Brian Bingham, Bodacious Barbecue on Mauberly at the Houston versus Austin Throwdown towards the end of the year this year and uh, got to help him cook and serve and that was again a lot of fun we were fortunate to help audacious out the previous year at houston austin throwdown as well and so to be invited back with with brian was just it was a it was great uh, yeah, so
1: much fun i mean and, and again the the pressure and the stress as you try to to make these dishes work and in the environment that you're in um, it, it teaches us so much and it's so interesting to see what goes on behind the scenes uh, but it was it was a pleasure to to work with them um, yeah. it was a pleasure to to Help in any way we can. I really enjoy that.
0: Yeah, it, it, it is. It's we we've gone to all these events for years as consumers, and of course that's a great time too. Um, but but for us and and how much we love to to really learn and and get this experience, it's it, it's been something that that we'll never forget, and we're always happy if we're able to help out anyone. We're always willing and happy to whenever and wherever we can. So.
1: And we charge them nothing.
0: Zero dollars. Because it's because no, we shouldn't. But no, I'm just saying, yeah, we're not.
1: It. And we're not for hire we're just for uh uh, use (laughs)
0: yeah we're have knife will travel that's right absolutely um so let's talk about a little bit about you know some of the more memorable meals or bites that we've had this year brian what's some of the things that have stood out to you this year
1: Hmm. you're gonna throw me under the bus like that right off the bat that's right um i mean i I know we talk about it a lot and and i I just really been on a pork steak kick and um you know i'm not going to say too much about my own pork steaks but I've really been enjoying cooking pork steaks um, I have really enjoyed eating pork steaks everywhere around I mean um, what we did this year was we made sure that we were ordering um, even if we you know if it was a half a pork steak we we didn't have them pre-slice it um, so everything from Snows to Calacni multiple times um, I'm really getting a kick out of Jake's um, Andrew I, I did we make the pork steak run this year or last year that was this year it i mean we year, yeah. made it
0: last year too yeah but
1: <laughs> so just a lot of fun with with pork steak and sausage i mean um i don't know i mean you're gonna I, you already have one that you're gonna talk about so i'm gonna let you talk about it but um just, there's a ton of dishes and i'd have to go back and look because it's been a crazy year and yeah but um lots of great food this year
0: yeah we, we've had some great stuff and I really didn't want to put this as my best bite because I think I put the same joint, a different item as my best bite last year but they keep freaking doing it to me um, one of the best things I ate this year was the bacon rib at Leroy and Lewis, it was freaking phenomenal um, it's I don't know what to say anymore about that place, they, just, they put out great food and we freaking love it um, but yes, that was one of my best bites, I mean there's been the, the breadth of and the how much good barbecue is out there now is just astounding and it's it's a great happy problem for people like us because there are places that we legitimately love that we may only get to once or twice in a year and it's and it's not because they've gone down or anything it's just there's so much that we're trying to eat and And there's so many
1: that have opened up that we haven't even been to absolutely trying really hard to keep up but we both have full-time jobs and lately mine has been more than full-time uh with lots of travel so You know, and I know Andrew's been under a lot of work as well, so we don't have, you know, we can't take days off very often because obviously we're doing some of our bigger trips when we do, so uh, a little sad because I can't get out during the week, you know, I can't burn a half a day just to go eat barbecue and get back to work anymore. Right. Um, I'd love to be able to do that again in the future, I just, I I don't know. Um, So it limits to our weekends, um, and then we have to try to hit places in the weekend, and we, you know... A lot of times because the sides and, and everything else has, has gotten better as well we can't go out and eat at 11 stops anymore right it's i so mean today to was a
0: great example of that for us i mean we we had plans to go to a, a few places today but one of the places we went we we had a big spread of food and by the time we left there we had no desire to eat anywhere else yeah <laughs> it was just one of those this was really good i'm super full i don't want to eat anything i'm not going to enjoy it if i eat it at this point and so yeah we're, we're we're trying to stay on top of as much of it as we can. There's still so many people we want to meet, go see again, talk to, and all that fun stuff. And we right, we will so make it me, happen. Let me
1: throw this out there. Then I'm gonna I'm gonna throw one at you. Okay. What is one place uh, that you've been to before you didn't get to go to this year that you'd like to? Oh, that's back
0: to? so easy it's heavy maze that's it's not easy i mean that's and i have been uh, yeah, yeah it's and heavy and maze it's yeah. it's heavy maze heavy maze and heavy maze and heavy maze uh, i i'm so overdue to go back there it's not even funny i want to go back so bad and i want to see the other people out there that i haven't got a chance to eat i haven't got a chance to go to rojino or pitforks or or hill barbecue i want to get out to those places i just haven't had the opportunity yet but i really do want to try to do it it's right. just gonna it takes planning because of the the distance and the travel well, involved and, and
1: remember my qualifier I, I know those other places count and and I, i've been to rojino i have not been to Pit Forks, and of course convenience west yes um, in brick vault but but, you know, to your point, if it had to be a place that you've been to before and haven't gotten back to, I don't have that problem because I was able to eat out there a couple of times. But um, for me, it's a little different. It's Blue Moon. So, you know, the Moon family has been doing their thing, and they're not horribly far away from Houston, but it's just been very difficult for me to get out there, and I really want to go out and see the family again and, and go sit down and eat a meal.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's there's a long list of places that fall under that category for both of us. And then again, we are going to do our best to get out to as many of these places in, in 2020 as we can. Um, again, our show has never been about tearing any place down or criticizing a place, and we've never publicly named a place that we didn't enjoy. But it is a little fun to talk about when, you, again, when you've eaten over 250 barbecue meals, you're not going, they're not all going to be good. They're just, it's almost statistically impossible unless you choose to only go to the same few places you know are good. But we, we try to try new places and places we haven't been or places that maybe we had an okay meal at once and we'll go back and maybe it's better the next time or not as good or what have you. And I so I was really
1: happy we got to get back to Veras this year.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. That was that was one of the more fun trips we took. I was really glad to get back down there. And then another one, I, ca- I can put this in one of my best bites too, is the brisket of butters. Um, oh, man. That's, that's some of the best brisket I had this year. Um, it was just phenomenal. And really glad we got to. I mean, it took us longer to get down there again than than we would have liked, but glad we got to do it. Glad we got to go see Teddy's barbecue down in Westlake. and we just had that was a really fun trip. We got to you know see and talk to uh, some really cool people. Really so happy to see uh, what Joel and Jesse are doing down there. Really happy for them. Um, and again, yes. to see
1: barbecue growing up Absolutely. In, in that area, too. Cause, yeah,
0: um, and growing up, yeah, but also staying the same. You know, Vera's being there and being as traditional and setting its roots as it is, I, I love it, and, and I'm glad that they are. Eighteen
1: tortillas for $1.25.
0: We, we, yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, it was. And they were
1: great tortillas. Yes,
0: the whole, the whole place was just not, a great spot Not experience. made at Vera's, but. Right. Yeah,
1: they bring them in, but yeah. And, and, you know, Vera's, please don't go to Vera's expecting, like, to order the Texas Trinity. Um you know, you will be disappointed if you order the Texas Trinity of Um, I don't to, even think you can get ribs. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure, but I, I just, it, it was crazy when people were trying to nail the, the top 50 yeah, and, they were and ordering everybody, brisket. and they'd go there and they'd order brisket. And they'd be like, I order brisket at every place yeah. on the top 50. O- order well, the
0: barbacoa, yeah. order the carnitas. Don't, you know, you go there for those items. And, and it, it's a great experience, but back to some, some not great bites. I'll talk about one again. We're not going to name the place. Um, but one of the ones that comes to mind for me uh, that I ate at was a place that it had gotten a, a good amount of acclaim, and you know you, you'd seen some some really good write-ups and talk about them, and the meal I had was just it wasn't good, and it, it was not good to the point where it shouldn't have been served to a customer. Um, you know, not that you know, not that you or I or anyone special, but any paying customer shouldn't have gotten the food that I got, and it was brisket that was like just shredded chunks of meat with grease i mean i i I don't even know how else to describe it it was not good i did not enjoy it and again when a place gets that kind of especially it's one thing when you walk into a mom-and-pop place in a small town and and you're usually you have pretty tempered expectations but when you go to a place that other
1: i I would say like like i had a, a bad experience not the worst but i had a bad experience in oklahoma at a restaurant but it wasn't acclaimed and it wasn't something that i was expecting to be on the level of, of right quality. and
0: you know you're running that risk when you're eating right. barbecue at an unknown place in oklahoma when a place gets acclaimed from from media outlets you expect it may not maybe it's not as good as the media outlets say but you expect it to at least be edible and this was not even edible um, but that was that was definitely one of my worst bites of the year
1: so um please be warned that it gets a little graphic um, if you're a child, you may not want to listen. Yes, if you, if you have young children in the car, minutes. you
0: may want to pause it yes. until they leave the vehicle. Um,
1: so, and, and I think it's incredibly hilarious because we were really struggling on whether to talk about this um, before, because of. Kind I wasn't of ex-
0: struggling because it didn't happen to me, but <laughs> yeah, I was struggling that day, um,
1: <laughs> literally. And but it, it was pretty hilarious because slightly different scenario, but. Uh, Daniel Vaughn had an experience that went on to uh, the the barbecue confessionals and so I feel like I can talk about it now I guess I don't know. Um,
0: Daniel you've opened the drawer door. (laughs) No (laughs) no you've opened the drawer that
1: is also as well Um, so I I went to a barbecue joint that um, has gotten again it's gotten a lot of acclaim it's multiple people have um, written about it many people have posted about it Um, you know and It's supposed to be really good Um, I went there and the food was it wasn't horrible it wasn't inedible like Andrew said Um, it was you know below average and again I you know we don't talk about it I didn't make a lot of posts about it Um, but and I didn't eat any other food for 12 hours so it's not like I can blame this on anything else Um, but a little over 12 hours later I went to a Mexican restaurant and I ate my meal, and within minutes um, of that, as soon as I finished my meal, I got up to leave, and I felt very strange, and um, you know, I don't know how to put this softly, but I cracked my.
0: I was gonna say, may may I just use the exact quote from the text you sent me? Yes. (laughs) I think blank place made me sick. I shit my MF underwear. Yeah.
1: I, I, I crapped my underwear in public. Now, not in public public, you know, it didn't run down my legs or anything (laughs) like that. Um, You know, luckily there's nothing that graphic, but, um, you know, when you can't trust a fart, you know, that, that kind of situation, Um, I didn't realize, you know, I didn't think it was going to happen and um, it happened and... I was still in the restaurant. Um, so I kind of walked carefully back to the restroom. And uh, yeah, yeah, I, 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 I crapped my pants. Um, so what do you do? I mean, there's, there's not much option here. Um, you know, I took my underwear off and threw them in the trash and cleaned myself up the best I could and um, very quietly and very gently walked out of the restaurant. Um, I I am confident beyond all means that the incident was not because of the restaurant I was eating at at that exact moment. Um, I am very confident that it was the the barbecue joint that I ate at, Um, and I'm a little scared to go back and try to eat at that barbecue restaurant again. I'd like to go because it may not be fair. You know, yes, one of the things that we get, very nervous about especially when we're cooking for the public is health and safety of our food Um, and we've seen people that leave their food out a lot longer than they should Um, I don't know about you know what happened exactly in this situation obviously I don't know Um, but you know for goodness sakes you know make sure you keep your stuff at temperature you don't leave your stuff out at temperature Um, you know it it was it was made for a very horribly memorable experience yes so
0: there you, there you go, know, public. I
1: just shared something with you. There, Yes, yes, you, know, you did. I've opened and... myself up, just like my butthole did. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> and I've shared something with you that um, I'm, I'm not even drinking, so... No. Um, yeah, I... Well,
0: but, it, but it was a bad... Look... It, Hopefully it never happens again, but all you yes, can say, folks, it is, is... It
1: is the first time... I mean, maybe when I was a toddler, I, I don't remember, but it is the first time in my human life that I have ever remembered... That I crapped on myself, and I did it in public. It's like it's one thing if you're at home, but like, what do you do? You're and well, you're looking at people knowing what you did.
0: Well, you know, folks, they don't know what you did. buckle up for the next episode of Tales from the Shits. Yes. <laughs> Ooh,
1: so, so, yeah. Okay. So
0: again, if you if you eat as much barbecue as we do, you're gonna have some not so great experiences. Hopefully, never as bad as what brian experienced and i will say i have been to the same place that this happened to you at separately from you and while i didn't enjoy the food i did not have that particular experience thank god for myself but yes uh that is uh, that is something that happened to brian so thoughts there and you. prayers all right well there's really no good segue for that <laughs> <No>. <laughs> i have no coming back from it either but yes, uh, and one, and it's funny because the two experiences that we just shared, my worst and your worst, we had actually separately from each other. You weren't at the visit that I had, and I wasn't at the visit that you had. One visit I would like to touch on that was not our favorite bite of the year, probably the worst bite we had eating together, was pit cleanliness is a thing. Uh, Daniel Fawn recently wrote a, an article about it, and... I, the only way I can describe this this experience we had is I have a feeling that something was cooked in the pit maybe the day before or the same day. I don't well, know. I don't
1: think you have a feeling we know. I, I'm, pretty yeah, sure. we know yeah. I'm pretty sure. We know based on some research, some yes. retroactive research, that, um, that a different protein was cooked in the pit. The yes, some,
0: some sort of seafood or fish protein was cooked in the pit. I don't think the pit was cleaned at all and meats were cooked well, in it. Well, if you've
1: ever tried to cook and i tried if you've ever cooked fish in a smoker it, it does stink up the place. Yes. I mean it leaves in and it leaves the fish oils. Yes. And
0: so and yes, all of those had, things remain in your pit. <laughs> we had a meal there again either the same day or the day after this was cooked there and both of us independently got we, we tasted a ri- or Brian tasted it first and just looked at me with and, and we have these looks that we give each other now where we're warning each other about what we're about to experience, good or bad, sometimes. And Ryan gave me that look like, you're not going to believe what you're about to eat. And so, then I took a bite of a rib, and we both almost simultaneously said, why do these ribs taste like fish? And it was just, and it wasn't, there there was nothing pleasant about this. No, it's
1: like, imagine sardine oil being used as your basting and your
0: glaze for ribs. It, it was really unpleasant. Really unpleasant. And we've had, again, at this point, this is a place that we've tried multiple times. And We really want to like it. We, yeah, we, we do. And we, we like the, the person that, that is involved in the place. Very nice person. But we just have not had good meals there. Others have had good meals there that they've talked about. But we just have not had that experience. And after this last experience, it would be very hard for me to want to ever go back there because this was beyond beyond having you know a bland under rendered brisket i mean this was just foul it just didn't i mean it. no no it wasn't foul <laughs> <laughs> that would be if he cooked bird again. it was not good um but again we've had a ton much more great barbecue this year than we've had bad barbecue and we
1: try to you know we don't randomly eat at places we we either eat at places that we know the lineage of the person that's hoping it opened it or somebody else has referred it to us or it looks really great on Instagram right I mean the days are long gone I mean I did that a few years ago and I had to stop because right oh I mean, we, we did that a lot on our early updates.
0: barbecue runs yeah, yeah we, we would try to, I mean we, and we would still hit places that we knew were good but we would try to find any place along that route and, right oh let's give this You'll a never shot. let
1: me live down the place in San Antonio
0: <laughs> but yes I, we had I mean we had some good finds in that experience as well but we also had some really bad barbecue and I would say more bad than good um but uh But yes, it it does lead us. Oh,
1: wait, wait. Okay, if we're going to keep talking about bad barbecue, we had another experience together this year. That was this year. Um, We won't name the city because that might even give it away. Um, but we had to sneak out of the restaurant. No, no, no.
0: That was last year. That was last that year. That was last that year. long ago? Yes, wow. we talked okay. about it in our recap last okay. year. Well, they, so we, that, this but, is what happens
1: when you get old. But,
0: Sorry. Yeah, no, no, no. Okay. But this—I don't know that we actually told that part of the story. It's pretty funny. So yes, we—you know—we try to eat as incognito as possible wherever we go because we're nobody. We want to have the real customer experience that everyone has, and so we went to a place um, that we had, we'd had before and didn't love, but again we were giving them another chance. Went there took a couple of, I mean, we ordered a pretty decent spread of food, took a couple of bites of everything, everything ranged from, we don't like this, to this is nasty, like there was nothing on that, nothing to, redeeming.
1: To, to and, and I, I, I mean, I can't tell you, probably count on my hands, one hand, the number of times I had to spit the food out. Yeah, it was, like, it was, I
0: had to spit Shockingly bad. And so the last thing we wanted to do is have the, the person behind the counter recognize us in any way. Oh, and or see and or seeing us throw most of this food away we try not to be wasteful whenever we can but there's no way we're eating any more of this food so it, it got to a point where i uh, brian and i were walking <laughs> like shuffling side step, side by side to where my back was blocking the tray but it, but my back was also turned so they wouldn't see my face and was also blocking like and we did this like it was probably more drawing more attention than if we had just dumped and walked out it was like a really bad movie it really was and we we got the hell out of Dodge really fast and haven't been back since and uh, sorry it just was really bad but but again we've had much more good than bad And, and as Brian alluded to we do try to scout out places on Instagram and see like if you start seeing people post pictures uh, you know of uh, places that it looks good that that gets it on our radar and one place that I happened with is actually one of my one of the, my favorite episodes we recorded this year was uh smoking z's barbecue um we, we started seeing some really cool stuff on instagram uh, some really good looking food and we're like well wow, this place is not all that far from our houses down towards galveston which is you know south of houston and so you know we went down there and tried to be as inconspicuous as we can i think they ended up recognizing us at some point but went down there had a really good meal and then went back down and, and and did a really fun interview with just some of the nicest people you're ever going to meet a uh, young couple that is uh going to be married pretty soon engaged and getting married in early 2020 uh, and that is a uh, zayden mallory from Sm- smoking z's barbecue which again we're, we're big fans of they're doing some really creative stuff now they have had some uh, building code issues where they're trying they got a new pit and they have to get a trailer and all the different code stuff that we're going into at this point because it's just crazy what some of these places have to do now to to stay up to code but they are they're in the process of getting everything up to code so that we can they can reopen the place really excited and looking forward to seeing what they do once they get the place reopened um, because they're yeah, once
1: once they do make sure you get down there absolutely uh, yeah
0: and we'll keep you guys updated on that too as we hear updates we'll make sure that we uh we make you guys aware because good stuff
1: going down there too i mean they're they're right on the uh, north side of the north side of galveston and then in galveston jim buchanan yeah
0: jim and bucks Barbecue is down there now um operating out of brick and mortar Uh, so yes there's multiple reasons to go to galveston or galveston area so definitely be on the lookout for that in 2020. a couple other you know memorable episodes that that came out of this year for us um we, the Pitmaster Pet Peeves, which is one we'd been working on for quite a while, and we finally posted. I think some of it was recorded, maybe even as early as 2017, but we, we finally posted this year. And, it, and we had a really strong reaction to that. People really enjoyed that episode, and we enjoyed putting it together. Uh, we'll another do, we'll one, do some more of that. Yes, you know, we will. One of the things
1: that we really like is getting, um, you know, rather than just doing a roundtable and kind of rapid-fire stuff is... Um, setting up some questions and asking multiple different pitmasters over a period of time, and then editing all that together. Yeah, um, and that was really really good.
0: Yeah, and another one that that I personally really enjoyed, Brian. I think you'll agree is uh, Todd David of Cadillac. Um, just a really fascinating person to sit down and talk with, and, and just someone I didn't know honestly. I didn't know enough about until we we had the opportunity to sit down and talk with Todd, and just uh, really passionate. Loves loves the barbecue world, and, and his is such a perfectionist and and always trying to improve the product and I mean this is a guy that's number three on the Texas monthly list and he's still
1: a lot of people have never heard of him yeah and yeah and you've heard of people that are way down the list and hell you've heard of some people that aren't even on the list much more than you've heard of Todd David yeah and and they're doing great stuff up there definitely
0: if if you haven't had a chance to listen to the Todd David Cadillac episodes it's a two-part episode um, really extended conversation we got to have with him We, we strongly recommend it because he's He's got a great story, and he's got so much passion for, it, and I think it really comes through in the episode. We really, really enjoyed getting to sit down and talk with him. And yeah, then,
1: uh, I think, um, well, let me let yeah, me throw one out there. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, the, the pit episodes that we did this year, you know, uh, we we were very honored when we were able to get Sonny Moberg on early in the show. Um, we'd been chasing down uh, Jimbo Glass and, and Austin Smokeworks for some time, and uh, we were able to get Jimbo and the guys on. Um, we were able to get uh, Bradley Robinson on, who's building the great Chud box. Make sure you you call yep, him for that. And, and we are now um,
0: proud owners. I'm, I, yeah, that's a neat little box. Y- yeah, okay. got to pick up the Chud box uh, about a month ago that, that Brad built for us, and it's you know we had we got to cook on it for Throwdown. That was a ton of fun, and really looking forward to cooking more on it in the new year and. Uh, Maybe maybe get to use it a little bit more at another event that we can't get into right now, but we'll 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 keep you posted. Yeah, but we'll be cooking on it. Absolutely, but yes, yeah, we're looking forward to that. If you got
1: questions about it or anything, obviously reach out to Bradley, but you can reach out to us, and we'll we'll do some more cooks on it and and do that on our video. Yeah,
0: and then of Um, course Ryan at Backlight Fabrication. Yeah, that's the one that really
1: stuck with me just because of Ryan's background. Yes, as 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 an actual fabricator, and the stories that he told us about uh, some pop stars. Um, some things on the record, some things off the record, but um, really enjoyable. And and then the way that he attacks his pit building, you know, if if you want a a propane tank type vessel, you know, there's some great pit masters that do some great work with that.
0: Pit builders. You know mean?
1: Yeah, pit builders. Yeah, <laughs> that, that too. Um, and but if you want uh, if you want something a little different, and it doesn't have to be way different. But if you want to tweak something a little different, or if you do have some really off-the-wall ideas Ryan can make them come true
0: yeah really really fun episodes that we got to do with the with the pit builders this year and again looking forward to doing to bringing more different aspects of the barbecue world to you guys in 2020 uh, of course obviously you know it's a barbecue focused show you're going to hear about barbecue and pit masters and the people that cook the barbecue plenty but we really do have fun bringing you different aspects of the barbecue world and we hope to be able to do more of that in the next year um, let's talk about a little bit more about things we you know we might be looking forward to next year um, we've we kind of teased this a couple of times, but we haven't made the official announcement. Um, we, we, As most of you know, if you've listened for long enough, we did a huge barbecue whole hog trip in 2018 that was honestly, it was revelatory for us in terms of getting a whole expanded appreciation and knowledge of whole hog cooking and it was just, it was an amazing trip. We had so much fun. We got to meet so many cool people and eat so much amazing food. And
1: share some times, you know, some incredible times with some incredible people. Uh,
0: absolutely. I yeah. mean, it was it was the trip of a lifetime. So we're trying to, you know, we, we're putting our heads together, you know, the last couple of months trying to figure out, you know, let's do another big trip. What can we do? How can we do it? We don't want to just do a carbon copy of the same trip we did. Now, we, we, we put it together and we started thinking about what can we do to kind of even make it a different experience and we uh we've come that yeah, we up added some hobbies this year yes yes <laughs> you know? we, we've, we've come up with something that i think is, is pretty cool and we're really looking forward to in 2020 we are embarking on another trip for some more whole hog um some of the places that we've been some places that we haven't been we're going to be talking to some people possibly that we've talked to before and talking to some people we haven't talked to before um going to be going to be in the Carolinas a bit going to be eating some food won't, won't go over the list of places we're going no, just no. yet but we're going because to it's just, still not finalized, still though, not finalized but I mean, we've got a pretty good blueprint for it laid out at this point and then we've decided that we're going to end the trip in a pretty cool way uh, the last couple of days of the trip we're going to be spending in Kentucky going to bourbon distilleries and going to the Kentucky Derby
1: woohoo yeah um, drink our mint juleps and wear silly hats. yeah
0: I mean what, what why not? You know, and, and we haven't had the opportunity to try Kentucky barbecue, which our understanding is very mutton based. Um, so we're looking they forward. They got nothing on our mutton. That's right, and we're looking forward to trying that. But but yes, we are absolutely stoked to be going to say we we have, Brian and I, without going into too much detail because our wives will kill us, have gotten very deep into bourbon, um, buying, <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> say how many that. bottles did we buy today? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> The, the we mini- stopped at
1: more liquor stores than we did barbecue joints today. Yeah, well, yeah, sure. Uh,
0: it's cause I we can say
1: that. I didn't say I'm because be we bomb. weren't hungry, uh,
0: yeah. but we were very thirsty. So yes, we we've we've really dove headfirst, and not that we are far from experts in the bourbon world, far from it. Far, far. But we we do enjoy good bourbon, um, and so we're looking forward to seeing these distilleries and learning more, and getting that experience, and of course. Kentucky Derby is a bucket list thing you know just one of those experiences we love to have and in the fact that we can roll it into a whole hog trip is money in the bank for us so we are extremely excited about that we can't wait to uh to give you more details as as it gets closer and uh hopefully bring you some really cool episodes from the road and uh, so stay tuned for that I mean that's can we can
1: we uh not have a night where we get one hour of sleep
0: I can't guarantee anything because uh you know (laughs) can't guarantee what will and won't happen um but we will uh it's gonna be slower paced we're not going uh, nearly as many miles there are airplanes involved in this one Um, so that it will be a little bit slower paced where we're not doing these marathon thousand miles in a day things um so we will be able to spend more time at places get to enjoy even more of the areas that we you know that we want to see and do maybe maybe not drive through states entirely at night yes yes that is the plan and the goal and let's hopefully stick to that but yeah we've uh we've got a good blue, blueprint lined up for it and we're really excited for it so uh, stay tuned for more details on that and again you know we're, we'll be hitting our event circuit as much as we can and hopefully you know hopefully we'll have more opportunities to help out more barbecue joints in the next yeah, year you know, one one event
1: you didn't mention um i don't know if we we're gonna run down every talking about events. I mean, we did
0: get to go to the butcher Ball this year. Oh, yeah, gosh. The Ball was so yes, much fun, Yes, absolutely. We got to go to Butcher's Ball this year. And, and another thing, and this isn't, again, this is not a huge public event, but I, I do want to acknowledge Robert Lerma. Um, Robert was... Thank you, Robert. Was at, yeah, so he was kind enough to, to invite us to a couple of the the really cool events that he's been putting on this year. And, uh, and just a lot of fun and a lot of... Uh, just a lot of good food, good people, good times hanging out. And, and that's... Where, it, where
1: you can turn off the cameras. Yes. You can turn off the recorders. Right. It, it, there's the you reason you haven't seen us post a bunch from there. It's you yeah, know, We've, we've kind of we have... made a commitment that, you know, we're, we're not... I mean, I, I love having an event where there are zero pictures and zero cameras.
0: Right. Um, and just enjoying the moment.
1: And, and, and admittedly, these days, people are still going to want to take some pictures, but I don't want it to be... You know, I don't want every minute in every conversation to be recorded because I want them to be honest and natural conversations.
0: Yeah, and so yes, a huge thank you to, to Robert Larma for putting those events together and, and letting us, uh, you know, be a fly on the wall for a couple of them. It's been a lot of fun. And in the most recent
1: one, um, you know, raise money. Uh, Ryan Cooper is uh, fighting cancer right now.
0: Yes, Ryan and, Cooper uh, at BBQ Tourist. If, if you're not familiar with Ryan or the Smoke Sheet, which he co-founded with Sean Ludwig. Um, Ryan is battling cancer right now. He's going through uh, his you know, chemotherapy treatments and everything. And Ryan, uh, hopefully you're you're still able to listen and enjoy podcasts. We're going to still keep bringing them to you, buddy. And we hope that, you know, that you can get to listen to us ramble about barbecue for, for a few minutes and uh, We'll and, see you out on the trail absolutely this, this yeah 2020 we'll, we'll, we'll try to mildly entertain there. you as we have been <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so yeah ryan keep kicking ass man we're uh, we're looking forward to hanging out with you in 2020 and uh, getting to eat some more barbecue together man.
1: and we'll bring him some bourbon when he's ready when he's ready to drink some obviously get healthy first yeah, absolutely uh,
0: but when you're ready uh, we
1: got some special bourbon for you
0: yes we do so yes uh, thank you to everybody that's listened to the show this year previous years We've had. I mean, again, we're not. We don't talk about podcast numbers and all that quick, goofy stuff because, whatever, who cares? But we've we've noticed a, a growth in the show over the last year. People's really interacting with us about episodes they hear, and it's it's great feedback for us because it lets us know that you know that, that you are invested in the show and that it is entertainment value yeah, for if you. If you didn't
1: like an episode because the audio audio quality was bad, that's also good feedback. Yes, we we did get that.
0: Yes, absolutely. So yes, good, bad, and indifferent. Let us know how we're doing. We we always love to hear from everybody. And uh, again, thank you for another fantastic year of barbecue.
1: If and you know one thing, if you if you would like to help us, you know we don't obviously there's we don't charge for anything uh, that we do. If you'd like to help us out, um, you know there's a couple of ways you can do it. Um, we do still have some shirts left, um, and we can do another run of shirts. Yep. We have some other shirt ideas we'd like to, to launch in 2020. Um, and we'll be launching. But if you if you buy one of our shirts, that helps us. Um, you can also sponsor the show. You can sponsor an individual episode. You can sponsor an episode pack, um, or you can sponsor the entire show if you want. Yeah. And we we are very picky though um, about one thing. You know, we it's very tough for us to allow a restaurant to sponsor our show um, because right. it's just a conflict of interest. Yeah, I mean, just from an
0: objectivity standpoint, and and. It it's, it's nothing. It doesn't matter who it is, it, right, you know, right? Whether it's our it favorite could be our place, our favorite restaurant. Yeah, matter. absolutely. It's just yeah. just for objectivity reasons. And, you know, we we try, we try to skew away from that. But but yes, if, if you'd like to to sponsor the show in any way, please reach out to us on Instagram at Tales from the Pits, uh, Twitter at BBQ Podcast. You can email us Tales from the Pits at gmail.com And you know we we look forward to interacting with you more in the new year. We hope you guys have a safe and happy holiday. And we will talk with you next time.
1: Year 2020.